0: Hey, just another stupid podcast.
1: Just another stupid podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just another stupid
2: podcast. <laughs> and if uh, you couldn't tell, it's Punisher time. It's
0: Punisher time. I don't know what episode number we're on, but we're on one of them. Um, oh,
2: good Lord, I can't keep, keep track anymore. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? We're on oh, episode the 17. Characters. Hey, oh, somebody go. knows.
0: Joe knows. <laughs> Joe. Knows.
3: Screw you and your ability to count.
2: I'm sorry, guys. There's an insult. Alex is here.
1: I didn't mean to make a big deal of it.
3: Uh,
0: Yes, so we're talking Punisher tonight. Punisher. Lots of other stuff, too, but you'll have to wait around to find out what a bot's all about. Punisher. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start with Punisher by saying best intro song of the MCU TV. True. Including um, the stupid thing that they do for S.H.I.E.L.D., which is like... Dun-dun-dun-dun. Which <laughs> now like, doesn't even
2: exist. Because they didn't even do that now.
0: It yeah, like barely. Last does season it. was like, here's the logo. And it goes, do, 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 do. That's not an intro. Yeah. I like the intro. I, I remember I was texting Joe, i like, do you watch every time the intro's on? He's like, no, I skip it. I'm like, ah, <sighs> I watch it every no. single time.
4: No, I watched I it for the it. first two episodes. And then when Netflix started to offer me the skip intro thing, I would click it every single time.
0: The only series I skipped every single one was. Oh, hold on.
4: I'm the
1: immortal Iron Fish! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh man, I would be so happy if that went viral. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know,
3: hatred of the straight white man. Geez, bastards. Oh,
0: not, not just my, the straight white man, the straight white ginger man.
3: Ginger. My, my, my What's hatred of Danny Rand.
4: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Sulless. I did not realize it. hey speaking of solace, winter solace is coming up.
3: <laughs> hey, it's cold. I, did not it. I plan on doing the traditional thing and sacrificing a virgin. <laughs>
4: so you're gonna kill yourself?
3: Oh been trying for years, never took.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think they were All sacrificing right. virgins in the south because they got more snow than we did over the weekend.
3: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> right. Danny Rand. I send it you to deletion. (laughs) By bullets, the Iron Fist has been deleted. Delete.
2: Yes. By bullets of the Punisher. Oh,
0: now that would be
4: fun. (laughs) I send it you to
2: deletion.
0: (laughs) Punisher versus Iron
4: Fist. Oh, jeez. How about Iron Fist versus the Daleks?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, okay, so Punisher, what you guys, what did you guys think? And uh oh oh wait a minute. Before we go, we have got some you know, we've got a warning. Spoiler,
1: spoiler, 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 spoiler,
0: spoiler. All spoilers all the time. <laughs> if you don't like it, pause here. We'll wait. Yes. Okay. <laughs>
4: yeah, we'll wait when we watch back. all thirteen episodes. Yeah. We don't Welcome have back. anything now else to do with watched. our lives.
0: No, we really don't. So welcome now that back.
4: Ben
2: watched it. Ben's uh, watched it. Let's get down to let's get down to the Punisher. Now that you had done watched it, <laughs> so initial impressions, like, dislike, overall, it was
3: a show.
0: It was a show. About, well, that's true about a man with bullets, lots of bullets. Could have called this the Bullet Club. <laughs> true. I think that's uh,
4: right. He, he got VIP passes to the gun show.
0: Yeah.
1: Hey.
4: <laughs> Joe. What do you th- what do you think? Good or bad? <laughs> Man, I don't know. Man, like the first, first three or four episodes, felt kind of like a slog. Stop um, whining. I think. This, okay, so this is what I think happened. Honestly, I think my expectation was so high. Like I was True. so excited about this show coming out, especially after season two of Daredevil. Like I was just, I knew this was going to be just phenomenal. So I don't, I don't really think that, you know, my expectation probably could have been met, but. Then they managed to do it about halfway through the season it really started picking up and things started to come together and you started to see what was going on. But there for a while, man, like the first couple episodes, I was not really all into it.
0: You weren't into Pete Castelloni? <laughs> the hipster Pete beat Castelloni. The wall.
4: Beat, beat, uh, yeah, the, the hipster punisher beating a wall for two episodes. That was fun.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was that was a little bit like when they started the when they started the first episode and he burnt the vest yeah i'm like okay so where's this going he's and gonna, then yeah the gonna try first be, couple episodes he's
0: he's trying to be a real human
2: yeah well, and
0: deal with his problems
2: yeah that didn't <laughs> clearly that me. didn't work out <laughs> clearly that did not work
0: because <laughs> there's always an a-hole around the corner who's gonna yes. provoke you so
2: i agree with joe <laughs> at least in new york city i agree with joe <laughs> on the first four episodes being kind of a very slow start um
4: Yeah, it it wasn't a slog, but it was, meh. It was slow. I kind of liked it, (laughs) honestly. And
2: that's, I mean, some people like it, some people
0: don't. You know, if he would have just moved to Iowa, it would have been a whole different show.
4: I'm just just ready to just be quiet and let Adam rant for like five minutes about his whole experience through this season, because your your review of this is the one I've been most looking forward to. (laughs) And here's the funny thing. So, like, as I've been watching it, I was texting Adam and messaging Adam and be like, have you been watching it? Where are you at? And he was playing it so close to the chest. I didn't even realize he had already finished it until I finished it. And I sent him a message about something and then he started laughing and he still wouldn't (laughs) tell me what he was going to think, what he thought. So as the Punisher Mark of this show, I want to hear it, Adam. Let's hear it.
2: Boom. Yeah. And he did the same thing to me today. (laughs) Like I went completely off for like a good 10 minutes and he just didn't
4: really say anything. Yeah, like, I know it's so aggravating. He's just like, <laughs> I'm like, darn
0: it, I gotta wait and see what he says. Cause... Jared's like, oh, I hated that Lewis character, and they spent too much time on him, and the beginning was slow. And I'm like, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. nothing. So Adam Adam, like, before nine. you get into your thing, yeah. how much of the comics have you actually read? Have you read Garth Ennis's run and some of the old '90s and '80s stuff and all that?
0: Yeah, mainly the the big stuff. Yeah, and I've I've actually gone back to do that because. I don't know when I originally became a Punisher fan, honestly. It had to be before the Thomas Jane movie, because I remember marking out for mm-hmm. that movie. And I actually like that movie. It's not a bad movie. It's just compared to what they do nowadays. You're like, oh, well, you know, it's kind of hokey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Alright, Adam. Everybody's waiting. Oh, well,
0: I mean, yep. I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I have some stuff, you know, that's like, eh, you know. the. Um. Okay, well, let's, start, let's start with the beginning. I liked Pete Castelloni, which is Frank Castle's alias that he tries to use every now and then. And I like I liked that he, you know, tried to give up the Punisher and, you know, heal himself. He was going home to his stupid apartment and reading Moby Dick, which is hilarious. Hmm. There's, and that's one thing I did love about this show is that there's little tiny details like that all over it. So if you're paying attention, you could see some really cool stuff. But if you're like watching it while you work or something, you might miss stuff like that, which is why I tell people. <gasps> Don't do that. You will miss details. Mm-hmm. I just watched Spider-Man again last night, and there's so many details in that movie, too. Gosh. Homecoming? Yeah.
4: Which one? Homecoming? Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. That's why it made my top five. But anyway, stop changing the subject. We've been waiting to hear you.
0: <laughs> hey, well, I, I mentioned Spider-Man because he, his area is what? Queens. Queens. Where yes. did Punisher hang out this whole freaking show? He it's was in Queens, Queens the whole yeah. time. Sure. So I'm like, yeah. oh, man. Someday. So you were waiting. <laughs> I wasn't waiting for Spider-Man, but someday. Maybe. They do have some interactions in the comic book. So anyway. Yeah, I, I, this, the beginning, it was slow. I don't, I don't disagree with that. But I did kind of like that because it was that slow build. You're we showing. And this was the most realistic Frank Castle, humanized Frank Castle ever. I mean, it's just very believable. And one thing I did tell Jared today when we were talking. I said every character in this show is so realistic. Like, there's you know at times they they don't act realistic, but like they've based these off of real people, and I really did enjoy that because you're like, oh, there's all kinds of shades of gray in here, you know, which I tend to I don't know how I tend to feel about that normally, but it definitely makes it stand out from all of the other (laughs) superhero shows, which are over the top cliche like the stupid DC TV shows. Or they're huge and epic like all the rest of the MCU is. I guess that's why the TV Netflix group works so well because they are all shades of gray somehow, and I I do really like that. But Punisher is the ultimate antihero. So, and and then the Lewis character I actually liked because they were the they were the two sides of the coin. They'd both been through war and been through hell. And one wasn't able to deal with it, and the other one found a way to deal with it, even though, you know, it's not killing people either way. It's not good. It's bad, okay? Very much so.
4: I I, I do have to agree that I I like how there was, you know, a whole kind of pseudo-story arc in there where they were trying to really kind of put you in a hard spot, you know, of justifying, all right, well, Lewis is doing this, and so is Frank and why is Frank any better just because he uses guns instead of bombs? Like, it, it did really make you kind of question all of it. I did like that aspect of it.
0: Yeah, and they've both been pushed to the brink of going <clears throat> crazy, but one guy, Lewis, just starts blaming society in general and everybody, and just, you know, he has no regard for life, even his own, because he tries to kill himself at one point, and eventually does kill himself at one point. <laughs> Well, Frank is like still has that meter where he's like, I'm only gonna kill bad people and when he meets the uh, the soldier in the um, little tunnel, he's like I'm just gonna walk past you and the kid just turns around, No <laughs> You're just like, Don't do it, kid, you're stupid. Don't uh, do it. That's the other thing. John Bernthal is his version of Punisher, man. Frank I, uh, I did he he makes the show and I know it's stupid. Oh, he's a, he's a star this version of Punisher is so realistic compared to all the other ones, which are every other version of Punisher is like John Bernthal's version in daredevil two season where he's just all Punisher all the Mm -hmm. time, raging, going crazy. Whereas this, you get to see all the different sides of him. You know, you get to see him with his kids. Some, you get to see him playing Mr. Dad with (laughs) micro's family, which is funny. Uh, you get to see him kind of be the the hero for a while. And that's the other thing. I really did like Micro. I didn't know how I was going to react to him because he's completely. I I wouldn't say he's completely different from the comics, but they certainly take some liberties with the show as far yeah. as some characters go. But I didn't really mind it at all because the story was was pretty compelling.
4: It was a very good story.
0: Yeah,
4: and I, one of the things I really liked about it too is that you know how how Frank had some redemption where he admitted to the Homeland lady that he was the one that pulled the trigger and killed the guy.
1: Yeah. You know?
4: And he has, has to live with that and how he was willing to sacrifice himself to make right for that. Like I, I really appreciated that they, they took that way with it, you know? Yeah. Cause like, he know, and that's one thing I love about the Punisher and about Frank Castle is like, he knows he's not an innocent one. Like he knows Oh yeah. that he's just as bad in a lot of ways and that's kind of what fuels his fire I think and I I just I like that concept a lot
0: whereas you have Rollins and Russo and they're like constantly trying to justify what they're doing well Mm -hmm. we're doing it for our country and we're doing it for this it's like no screw you you're doing it for yourself because it makes you rich and you get power (laughs) Frank doesn't care (laughs) about that he's just like you screwed me
2: my takeaway from Punisher was Punisher is a good show
0: I liked it a lot it was good
2: um is it better than all the other shows? I don't know because, in my opinion, the thirteen episodes that they had could have probably been done in nine. Um, the Lewis story arc took way too long and basically destroyed the show for two episodes because it pulled every part of the other plot completely out of it while they dealt with it. The build, like I said, the buildup on the beginning was slow in my taste. Um, once they got going it was great but then they immediately backslide in about the middle because well nope Frank's gotta go deal with this other story arc that they set up out of the blue and that doesn't even end up with him actually saving anybody or doing anything really good other than protecting uh, what's her face
0: well he saved Curtis
2: he saved Curtis and you saved um,
0: Curtis is gonna get blown up
2: uh, the girl I knew her name Karen. Karen. Um but like (laughs) the guy blowing himself up was just like the stupid letdown of the whole arc. You knew it was gonna happen well kind. I I would
0: almost say that if they did hurry some of that stuff, then the rest of the series might not feel special. I don't know. I thought it had pretty good pace. Well
2: like I like I told you, they could have taken that entire Lewis arc out in my opinion, and it wouldn't have affected the show i, see. I, think, I it, think it would have, have though would have, yeah.
4: i think it would have affected the show because i think I'm, I'm not an entire fan of the whole lewis arc either because quite honestly like i'm i'm really i'm really over the hyper overacted over ptsd damaged veteran thing like i'm i kind of i'm it's old hat marvel needs to let it go i'm kind of over it and tired of it yeah i know it's a very real thing i've got some very good friends that suffer from it but that like the number of people that are that bad is so infinitesimally low. You know what I mean? Like it just, it, it on a personal level, it irritates the shit out of me. But other than that, like I think that the Lewis story arc was necessary just because like I said, I think it, it made, it made me. And I think it made Frank like in within the show and every, anybody watching it, like stop and be like, okay, so I'm sitting here thinking the Punisher is a good guy, but Really, how is he different from this kid? And like you really it really made me stop and think about where the acceptable line is, you know, where where he goes from being a good guy to being a villain, and, and you realize he's not really a good guy, but he is a good guy, and where is where is it redeemable?
0: Frank S is had, not a good guy. <laughs> he's the anti-hero no. at times. But
3: had they not done episode ten where uh, it was Brett Mahoney interviewing everyone the way they did. The whole Lewis plot would not have worked at all. But letting people see the interactions or how everyone else told the story. And in some of them, Frank is the good guy. Some of them, Frank is the bad guy.
0: Yeah, that episode was awesome.
3: That sealed the Lewis plot for me. And the best part about it is it wasn't like one person lied and the other one didn't. It was just where, what part of the story they actually knew.
2: Yeah. I mean don't get me wrong i love that episode that episode was actually probably right. one of the better ones because of the way that it showed i love episodes where it shows multiple points of view throughout the whole episode it, it just makes oh yeah like it, it makes the a story more realistic yeah exactly the problem is is That's, that it the, was weird the lewis story arc could have that whole episode could have happened a couple episodes before that and been done with it it's they drug it out for like way too long in my opinion and I, I mean, I just must be a, a bad human being because I did not read any, of the, any of what you guys read about the whole Lewis versus Punisher, right or wrong. To me, I was watching it for the Punisher. I wasn't watching it for them to try to make me think. So no, that type of stuff hey. is lost on some, anybody who's watching it just because it's a comic book show.
3: Hey, comic book. Yay! Show. For so once I'm not the worst human being on this podcast.
2: Yeah, well.
4: <laughs> no, you still, you still are. Don't worry. <laughs> 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 that's why that I guess that's why that the Lewis why arc wrong. is Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, Jeremy. That's why that that's why, why the wrong. that's why the Lewis arc is, is lost on me and but, why I think yeah. it took way sense. too long because I didn't read into it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well this is just a side story, it's going somewhere, let's see where it goes, and then it just drug out, and to me it wasn't it was a pointless arc.
0: That that is because you watch so much television and that is what B stories generally are. No point. They're just filler. Exactly. Whereas this was really well thought out.
4: And well, so going back to that Pulp Fiction style episode, I liked it. I like how it was done. It was really cool. But personally, I felt like if anything completely just threw the pace of that whole episode one to episode 13 off, it was that episode. Because oh, every episode was pretty me. much the same style, the same format, like the same delivery. And then all of a sudden, it was just like going over like 10 speed bumps in a row watching that episode. Um, <laughs> but it was a good episode. I just, think it, that was, was the point it of It seems episode. so weird that they threw it in there like that, like a totally different style.
0: Yeah, I agree with I agree with you, Alex. That <laughs> I think they were trying to change the pace because... The rest of the season after that, they were all just, boom, we are heading towards the end. Boom, 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 boom. That's a good point. And those last few episodes were freaking intense. Well, and that's
2: why I said if the Lewis Lewis arc was shorter, it wouldn't be 13 episodes. It would be like 9 or 10. Yeah. Because those last three could have been boom, boom, boom.
0: But it also wouldn't be realistic if Lewis is sitting at a help group, and then all of a sudden he's a terrorist. Like, you're like,
3: what? No, you've got to see him slowly snap and i agreed with jared 100 until that episode i thought the lewis arc was just oh god this is just something to pad out time but once they did that uh the pulp fiction episode as joe calls it <laughs> yeah. it really synced with me and i looked back and thought wow they did a better job with this because my whole expectation was that at some point punisher was going to hold a gun to this guy's head. Yeah. And he was going to freak out and either end up shooting himself or getting right and having an entire episode dedicated to him and actually building the plot. Really impressed me. I
0: still wasn't sure if he was going to kill himself at the end. Like I thought they might actually try to redeem that character mm. somehow. <laughs> I was ex-
4: I was fully expecting them to redeem the character or for him to come back later on as something else. Zombie Lewis soupy soupy lewis he's coming back as soupy lewis now
2: (laughs) so i want to i want to bring up another thing and i told adam about this this afternoon i'm a big fan of the punisher movies which is what i've seen previous to punisher and daredevil and this
0: if you want to laugh your butt off, go see Punisher War Zone. Gosh, it's <laughs> yeah. hilarious.
2: Yes. Such a funny um, movie. <laughs> but in the movies, the wife is used as a redeeming quality oh, yeah. and a Frank you still have to stay alive because you still have more to do. In this in the show, I felt like the wife was trying to get him killed. Like even at the end where he's laying there like half dead, the wife flashback there seemed more or less to just tell him to die
4: no i see i didn't take that like that at all the whole point the whole point is he's trying to choose between his family and between war and like the whole point of that is is frank you've avenged us you've figured it out these guy the guy that was responsible is dead come home and it kind of like is an homage to that conversation that it shows in that one flashback where she's like where do you want to be do you want to be here with us or do you want to be back there and like that i think that's Frank Castle's struggle. Yeah. I mean, we saw at the very beginning when he's struggling to be Pete, he needs the war.
0: Well, and that's kind of where he becomes the, the, the anti hero then. Because he's <clears throat> like, oh, I have got to go take care of Russo before he hurts somebody else because he's going to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you I mean, even, even in the end scene, he's hurting people. Which is why he was such a great bad guy.
4: I can't wait to see him come back as Jigsaw!
3: Jigsaw! <laughs> If you guys remember one of the few things I said in the last step, or uh, yeah, podcast, I mentioned that they have Punisher kill his family or the mobsters that killed his family. There would be no story left. Yeah. What Jared mentioned was why I kind of said that because in the comics, it's always a question of which one does he love more, the war or his family, and how they kind of let set it up in the Daredevil season two was yeah. that. His family was everything. That's why he's doing everything that he's doing. Which is why the beginning was interesting because he had felt
0: like he was done. Yeah. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to try to live a life. But obviously he was struggling, even without the guys provoking him all the time. Just struggling, going and beating up a wall for night to day. Freaking nuts. (laughs) This, This entire background, I think, was just, it was set up better, I think.
4: So, Alex, I have a question for you, or Adam. Maybe you know, too. But uh, somebody was telling me the other day that there's a comic where Frank Castle is actually – there's like a Black Punisher.
3: Yes. Okay. It goes down as one of the weirdest slash worst comic storylines in history. It was the end of this guy's storyline. They pretty much told him, yes, you have to do another like 12 issues and blah, 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 yada, yada. So he ended up having Frank Castle – Battle, I think it was Jigsaw. Yeah. And he got his face destroyed, kind of like Jigsaw's. He went to a uh, plastic surgeon
0: got who black.
3: was addicted to drugs.
0: What do you mean, you people?
3: <laughs> and <laughs> she ended up testing a new procedure on him that turned him black. Lame. And then uh, It was like six issues and then never mentioned again.
0: Yeah, for good reason. That's so random. I mean, you know, it's comic book land, so we're gonna try stuff. I get it, but the, yeah, he was also an Angel
3: for a while. So it's just like, um,
0: yeah, comic books are cool. Okay,
3: and Frankenstein. <laughs> okay, he was Frankenstein for a while. Get it? Yes, that was actually a good storyline. Get it, Frank? That's awesome, Frankenstein. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: oh,
1: man
2: lame (laughs) yes the lames
4: so tell me about jigsaw like because i put two and two together i know a little bit about the characters so i was able to pick up on the fact that russo is going to be jigsaw but i know nothing about him other than that like i
0: i mean quite frankly he's going to be kind of a boring bad guy
4: now. (laughs) quite frankly yeah (laughs) that's okay what why that's a wrestling thing and a Uh,
0: puncher
2: thing uh, what frankly yeah. Uh, frankly. Frankly.
0: Frankly. Uh, yeah, Billy Russo to me is much more um uh, a fleshed out character, you know. Whereas Jigsaw's just gonna be ugly dude on revenge tour. <laughs> you know, he's not gonna yeah, be as you, interesting.
3: If you want the best example of Jigsaw, go watch Punisher Warzone. Yeah, that's true. So I
4: mean why do you think they decided to go that route with it then?
3: He's the only name Punisher villain that has lasted more than one storyline.
0: Yeah, he's he's the main guy. Other than when he sort of does some battles with Spidey and Daredevil. But, you know, you can only go so far with those guys.
4: Well, what about, um, what about what's his name from uh, season two of Daredevil that had him all spun up in the jail?
0: Who? Fisk? Yes. Kingpin? Oh, well.
4: Yeah, Kingpin.
0: Uh, I guess in the uh, MCU here they could do something i bring all that together quite honestly i cannot wait for kingpin to be
4: back on the screen because
0: that is the coolest version of kingpin ever and
4: anything that private pile has acted in has been awesome exactly i mean he's a good actor
0: i need sugar in water (laughs) Water. (laughs) never seen sugar do that more
3: (laughs) and with season three of daredevil being born again it's just going to be awesome
0: yeah, that that will probably be the uh, the peak of the MCU on Netflix. True. <laughs> Very
4: true. Well, they they just released like a teaser trailer for Jessica Jones season two. I haven't seen anything for Daredevil season three.
0: Ooh, hmm. I haven't seen that. That's cool. I'll check that. Look check that out.
4: It here's here's my only thing that I don't like about these shows, and this mm-hmm. is just being way too picky and be picky. It's kind yeah. of it's silly, but I'm just going to say it anyway. So we already established that the, all of this took place in Queens. Yes. Mm. So we're supposed to expect that like a full-on terrorist attack that Lewis carried out is going to go unnoticed or unlooked into by <laughs> anybody else that's in New York. Like no Spidey, no Iron Man, no, no nobody, just eh, we're going to forget that. We're off today.
3: They're too busy you know? with Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> well, that
0: does that, that actually brings up an interesting point of when exactly this is in the timeline.
4: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Is it cuz it could be before Spidey.
4: Spidey could be like 8 years old.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's well, obviously before Thanos because if if Thanos is there, you've got you know the whole world's going to be watching something like that. But it's got to be it's Savish. it's after it's after the it's after um the original Avengers. Spidey was in an, Definitely. It was
2: in
4: why do you think it's after the incident? It
2: Because, because they set it, it, Daredevil. it up that way.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Everything was okay. based on the first Daredevil and everything is going forward from that, which was based on New but, York after yeah. Avengers. And I'm saying all that gotcha. because
0: I, I was just watching Homecoming last night and I was explaining to my wife the time difference because she saw it. She was like, wait, what? Yeah. As soon as it said eight, eight years, years later. Well, later. Yeah, I'm like, whole, yeah, thing, yeah. They, changed, they retroactively well, yeah, and, changed how all these fit together in their timeline, which is fine. It actually makes more sense that way. Yeah. But if there is eight years between <laughs> mm-hmm. Spidey and the, whatever happened in Avengers, the incident in New York, then yeah, all of the MCU on Netflix could take place in there. I don't know where this fits exactly. Well, and
2: Spidey was only a young kid He's- in Iron Man 2. Yeah. So it could be right after, com- continuing right after Avengers, and Spidey's not around yet.
0: I would assume so Spidey's not around yet. Because I'm pretty sure that if he's okay. he's patrolling Queens, he would know who Frank Castle is, what's going on. Well, because this, none of, this is,
2: none of these shows have reacted to any of the other things that affected Earth after Avengers. So like Thor dark whatever that screwed up London. None of it are none of it's reacted to those.
0: That's kind of a small incident on the news though. But like it could still be on a TV. Yeah. They don't have to show that for it to make sense. I'm
2: just saying all of this could be taking taking place even though the movies have moved way past it. This all could just be taking place in a short year or two after Avengers.
0: Yeah, it probably
2: is. So good point.
3: My question is, has any newspaper in the background or anything ever mentioned Sokovia?
2: uh no not that i've seen yes it could be
0: before ultron even
2: yeah that's what i'm thinking it, everything it's not even gotten to the point where this is even catching up to where ultron has happened
0: i'm not sure we'll, we'll have to sound check that out if if you want to okay so if you want to start getting into tiny little beefs mm-hmm. i have one and it's not just with this show it's in tv in general
2: okay I I think I agree with this. Okay. (laughs) Lay down the beef.
0: Gratuitous sex scenes are completely unnecessary. Agreed. Blasphemy. Okay. I'll
2: agree, but then I also would disagree because I like them.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hear me out, both of you, because I expected Alex and Jared to disagree with me. (laughs) Here's what they don't make sense you can have character A sleep with character B, show it on TV, see Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. Perfect. I get it kissy face fade to black good it's fine when you do all the humping and the bumping on tv a it makes me uncomfortable it doesn't matter if they're attractive or not i'm just like "Eh." and two it's wasting time so you're over here talking about lewis story and slow stop showing them have sex every two minutes Uh, the other reason i have a problem with it is because if that's what you want to see there are one trillion websites that you can go watch right (laughs) this second if that is what you want to see, uh, right? And guess what? You actually get to see it. So if that's what you want, go to what the product you want. Stop watching television for this softcore stupidness.
3: Well, I will give the show its due. Um, they actually gave a good excuse to not show her breasts while they were having sex with the fact that she got shot and the bandages just happened to cover her tits.
2: Yes, I will agree with that.
0: See, here's the other thing.
2: Bendage like, placement for the win.
3: Nudity is such a
0: for weird thing when it comes to Americans because mm-hmm. the rest of the world doesn't really give a crap about it. It does not no, bother them in their society.
2: I, I will tell you, most Americans don't give a crap either, which is I, why they do
0: it. I, I mean in our media. It's like a True. faux pas. Yet True. we still try to show people having sex in all kinds of media nowadays, mm-hmm. and it just annoys the crap out of me because it's like, You're just trying to do something that you know you can't do anyway for horrible ratings. Who is watching a show for that reason? Just go watch your porn.
4: Yeah. And get off my TV. Anybody that knows me knows that I am not at all a prude when it comes to stuff like this. Like I am completely this not. (laughs) But you know, this I had the same complaint with Jessica Jones. There was just it was too much. Like, th- yeah, throw throw a quick like, all right, we get the gist. They hooked up. This happened, kind of thing. Because I understand like that relationship between Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. We needed to know the depth of that. I get it.
1: Yeah. Oh, hey, the yeah, superheroes like, ex- can ex- go at ex- it.
4: Extended, extended, and gratuitous sex scenes in a show, <clears throat> especially a show that's having to do with superheroes, whether the antihero or not. It's just it. It's so like out of place to me. Yeah. It's it's cringy. It is absolutely cringy, And I'm, like, I, I'm not a prude at all, but like, even I'm just like,
0: ugh. Yeah, I cringe every time. I'm like, this is just... It's just unnecessary. So there, that's, it, it seems like that's it my, is. That's my beef.
3: I saw two big, fat, naked bikers in the woods off 17 having sex. How am I supposed to chip with that going on?
0: The violence didn't bother me. Uh, now, now, don't get me wrong. Some of the violence at the end was very intense. And I could feel Dude, my, the, I was on the, the edge way of they, my seat. When he was... <laughs> When he was going God, at Rollins, yeah. and and even when he was going at Billy at the end, and just smashing his yeah,
4: head, he, it's like and dragging uh, his face down that broken mirror. Oh, God. when he was
0: screaming, I about stood up and went. <laughs> yeah, dude,
4: it was that that show took the brutality to the next level. I mean, it had to, though. It's the Punisher. It it did, it did. Yeah,
0: and you had but, to make jigsaw, so that was the only way to
4: make jigsaw. Anyway, yeah. So, and and another note, <laughs> since we're picking on the little things here. I I am so tired of movies all it's not just Marvel, it's all movies like, oh you got shot in the shoulder let me pull the bullet out and slap a Band-Aid on it after I douse it with whiskey that we both just sipped on. Sure, you're not going to die of sepsis in like three days. (laughs) Okay, Dude, can you imagine how awesome it would be if our bodies were truly that resilient? Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, you got shot in the shoulder. Congratulations, you're going to have about like $50,000 worth of hospital bills and you're going to be in physical therapy and mental therapy for the next several years, (laughs) you know?
3: It does Well, if you really want to delve into it, I read a, uh article a while ago about stupid things they do on TV, and they say one of the worst places to ever get shot in your life is your shoulder because you're more likely to bleed out and <laughs> yeah, lose uh, the ability to actually move your arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's
4: major blood supply through there. Or just like when he gets stabbed right where – like oh. on the backside of your body is your kidney, but somehow he was – it was just, just – just, just, but a flesh wound. Like give me a break, dude. I don't know. I think they being can. in the medical being in the medical field that that always has bothered me. It just it's it's ridiculous, you know.
3: Haven't you ever watched Last Action Hero? <laughs>
4: I love that. I friggin' love that movie. That's one yes. of my favorite movies ever. Honestly, yes.
0: that is put on a pedestal in this podcast because I think yes, we all it is. It. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is something that you know the um, suspension of disbelief. I can go a little bit with you when you're beating up your hero, but the amount of damage that Frank Castle took in this show. And like you said, a day later, he's just got some bruises and he's walking around like, yeah, I'm still ready to go. Like, no, you're not.
4: (laughs) dude. There were times in the show where he got shot and they didn't even address it. Like he got shot in this scene and like two scenes later, we're like, not even like, okay, nothing happened with that. Like
0: (laughs) now they, they can go back and say they could retcon this and say, he was exposed to Genesis. and that is he is an inhuman. So he heals fast,
3: or he doesn't that feel pain as punished. much. Yeah,
0: don't 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 put
4: him in that category. I can't even finish watching that crap show. I got this. I got to episode five, and like halfway through episode five, and I was like, I just cannot subject my brain to this garbage.
0: Well, you got farther uh, than I did. I've watched all of it. I I, I mean, inhumans as far as. The way Shield deals with them is much. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. yeah. The actual show itself is just about the stupid royal family. Yes. Which I so had high I... hopes for, and obviously is not no. meeting them. No. 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 We're done with that. No. Is that going to get we, renewed?
2: What, what Punisher? Or any humans. Oh,
0: I know Punisher's going to have
2: a second season. I have no clue if any humans got renewed or not yet. I hope it
3: doesn't. From everything I've heard, it hasn't. But I have a stupid petty complaint about Punisher also.
2: Yeah. Okay. Go.
3: Whenever they uh, he bashed Jigsaw's head into the mirror, did anyone else look at it after the fact and go, hmm, that isn't that bad?
0: <laughs> 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 That's true. Yeah. He must have... Um... Cut himself so at jing- night or something. Jigsaw,
3: he has to have, like, the world's worst plastic surgeon at the end of this. Because I think I could have repaired that face. Well, you know, knowing what
0: he did, maybe they that's exactly what they do. They find the worst plastic surgeon for him, knowing that, oh... Billy the Butte is all of a sudden going to be this ugly piece of maybe it's
4: Maybe it's that drugged out plastic surgeon that eventually turns Frank black. <laughs>
0: uh, I, I'm going to go with that. That's pretty good.
2: <laughs> you oh. now black.
0: Oh, speak, uh, speaking of black, the, uh, <laughs> I enjoyed the battle van. Yes, actually, like it looked really cool. Yes. Like yeah, they did a good job. Yeah, with
4: that. that was that was awesome.
0: And I, uh, I, oh, that's the other thing I wanted to say. I, I really enjoyed <clears throat> the um, relationship that Frank and Micro had. Yes. I wasn't sure how they were gonna pull that off exactly.
2: Yeah, in the end, I like that a lot. It yeah. turned out really well.
0: Those two actors did a good job of. You know, he's gotta sit there and watch Frank go to his house and play. Dad, <laughs> every day. <Yeah. laughs> it's so funny.
4: Yeah, especially when his wife like makes a move and kisses him. Yeah, he's like,
0: "Whoa!" I'm like, well, if it wasn't you, it'd be someone else. And then they get drunk and they're making fun of it. And, he's like, like, oh. and he starts like trying most... to pull that, that junk that, out. That, I'm Like, seriously, that, that scene was hilarious. Oh, that, was <laughs> that was stupid. It talk was about, funny though. Talk it was about funny.
2: almost gratuitous sex. Yeah, you're like, get out of here, micro pull the junk, junk that. out in the middle of the cell. Are you still touching me? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not really.
0: <laughs> yeah, hung like a horse.
2: It's like Frank. I'm hung <laughs> like a horse. Like, I don't want to see that.
4: He's like, get out of here, dude. Speaking of micro, so micro. Don't scene, talk
3: about my it, penis like that. Ha ha.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Spoiler. So that when they, they're walking by, uh they're doing the exchange, right? Yeah. Dude, I was so upset. I thought that he really legit got, when he got shot. shot. <laughs> I was so pissed off. Like, I was about to not finish watching the show. Oh. I even I even sent Adam a message, and I was like, what the
0: fuck? Oh, <laughs> I was yeah. like,
4: is he really dead? And Adam was just like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> meh. yeah. I think that's exactly Honestly, what Joe, I had about the same
2: reaction for at least a little bit until I saw the, the rest of the episode, and I'm like, gah. Uh,
0: as soon as he was shot, I'm like, yeah, that was part of the plan
4: yeah (laughs) i I was i was so hooked into the show i was like oh my god yeah i was so pissed off
3: that's hilarious (laughs) yeah well spoiler alert for the rest of you the only guy that's allowed to kill micro is punisher because he's done it like five times already
4: exactly Uh oh so like in the in the comics it's it's punisher that kills micro
3: yeah pretty much in every continuity which there have been plenty with punisher at some point, Micro becomes the bad guy. Either yeah. joins some terrorist group to stop Punisher or helps get him arrested. And then Punisher ends up killing him whenever Micro refuses to apologize or something along those lines.
4: <laughs> Say sorry or I'm going to kill you.
0: <laughs> well, that's, that's why I was like, I, I did not know how this was going to go with him being in it. Because I figured he would turn on him at some point or they would become enemies at some point. But the like the show kept going and the relationship just kept getting stronger and stronger, where even at the end, Micro Micro is um sort of fibbing to Homeland for Frank's sake, you know. True. It's like, I don't know you, I own him. I'm like, well, maybe they're not gonna do this. Maybe they'll do it later. Obviously, they yeah. could, but
3: yeah. Well, my prediction for season two or season three of Punisher is that Micro's wife's gonna end up leaving him and he's gonna end up being the kind of behind the scenes villain. Oh. Of one of those seasons.
0: That would be great. That would be, tr- That'd be nice. She goes looking for Pete Castelloni. Oh. Show me some of that, Tony Tony. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I want some I'm... of that Italian sausage that makes oh, Adam Jerry oh, so God. uncomfortable.
4: Oh, man.
0: You got some of that cannoli? <laughs> yeah. I'm
3: so excited! <laughs> I could squirt. <laughs> All right.
0: It's enough of Punisher.
4: Yes, that's enough Punisher.
3: There is never enough Punisher. Show
0: me more. This is true. Punished. I will go with it.
4: So do you do you think he's going to show up some more in the next Daredevil season, or do you think he's totally on his own now? Uh,
0: if, if he shows up again, I bet it's in the other shows. Yeah. He's already been in Daredevil.
2: Really. I could see them. So I was telling Adam, I was like, it'd be cool to see them link him into the Defenders arc.
0: Well, he'll definitely um, be in, in a Defenders, for sure. But I mean
2: Disney,
4: a, Disney like or a, Marvel Studios. If you're listening, if you can get Frank Castle to beat the Frank. out of Danny Rand to like the point <laughs> of almost ah. death, oh my you gosh. will have a lifelong friend that, or fan.
0: That would be that would be I'm great. Immortal Iron fish.
4: But I'm the Immortal Iron Fish. There you go. Thank you.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, I I bet he'll show up in Luke Cage next. Yeah. How random! I, 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 hey, I'm in Harlem. Yeah. I'm ready for my <laughs> black face now. <laughs> oh, oh, so
3: wrong. Uh, so
2: wrong. And as you uh, mentioned
3: that, guess who he teamed up with in that storyline where
0: he turned Luke Cage. <laughs> uh, so what else we're we talking about? Hmm? All right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm? That's our transition sound.
2: That was also uh, a okay. Batman sound.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk TV news or wrap ups of seasons, whatever you guys want to talk about. It's cool. But before we do TV, let's move. We'll stay in the MCU. Okay. And do a little Infinity War.
2: Oh, yeah, because that trailer just got released.
0: Insert trailer here. Welcome back. Josh Brolin's voice as Thanos is so cool in this trailer. Mm-hmm. Like I really liked it in, Gu- in Guardians, but now it's like, oh, it's chill. This whole freaking trailer is chilling and epic and fantastic. Four. No. It's, <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. <laughs> they're although, not although, <laughs> although, <laughs> although <laughs> it isn't in the works. <laughs> Fox and the mouse. The mouse is devouring all.
2: Well, that's because the mouse wants all the Marvel tiles back. No, they, they want, want more than rule. just that. They want to rule all of the Marvels.
0: They want more than just that.
2: They've by a very large studio.
0: Did you hear? Did you hear the estimated <clears throat> is 50 to 60 billion dollars.
3: Well, did you hear about the dark horse they might get in that? Oh jeez. They what? will get the rights to uh the Adam West Batman
2: series. Really? If they buy Fox. Wow. Man, I know why they want it now. They're, because they're building up a streaming service. If they have content, they can always throw, already
0: exactly. throw on it. Then... That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. If you can throw all these old school shows. Oh,
3: yeah. Exactly. Hey. Exactly. Well, I was already considering getting the Disney streaming service, but if they include The Simpsons on it, I'm sold.
0: If <laughs> they include every Marvel film ever made, <laughs> because they'll own all of them now. Mm-hmm. Very true. All Star Wars movies and shows.
4: Uh, what else we got?
0: Bob's Burgers. Hey,
4: that would be awesome. So, did worse?
0: Yeah, what'd you guys think of that trailer?
4: Awesome. Sounds. I can't
3: wait, man.
0: Awesome, Alex. What'd you think of it?
3: With this trailer, I kind of have a theory on how the entire movie is going to go. Yeah, let's hear it. All right, you're gonna start out with all of the fun little. Well, okay, we've seen that scene where Bruce Banner's laying in a hole that looks like he fell through a roof. That is straight out of the comic, except it was Silver Surfer at the top. Oh, okay. That is literally the first panel of Infinity Gauntlet. Okay, I thought I had seen that before. Yeah, well, since they don't have the rights to Silver Surfer, nor does it make sense to introduce a character in the first scene of a <laughs> new movie. Yeah,
0: the payoff movie, the beginning of the payoff of this, however many movies there have been.
3: Yeah. <laughs> what you're going to see is... Pretty much at the beginning, I expect the first scene to actually be the Hulk falling to Earth. And then you start to see a flashback to some of those scenes like with Thor and the Guardians and stuff like that. I don't expect them to actually show what happens to that ship from the end of Thor Ragnarok and Thanos' ship. Because they'll probably save that for the next Thor movie. You're going to end up seeing pretty much Thanos troll up all over the characters you're going to see iron man and spider-man go out to space to s- try to help stop them you're going to see dr strange teleport them out there pretty much that group that you saw with dr strange is going to head out to space. space but um thanos is going to end up collecting all the gems including the one off of um vision vision yeah oh
0: yeah that scene where and it's down. going to be
3: a question on whether or not vision actually survives the experience You're going to end up seeing the battle for Wakanda is going to be the big climax where it ends up being all of the heroes versus Thanos' minions. And big, triumphant, yes, we held them back. And then a post credit scene is going to be Thanos walking into an underground vault in Wakanda (laughs) and pulling the Soul Gem out and just kind of laughing and leaving. Exactly.
0: There's only one reason to have the epic fight in Wakanda. (laughs)
3: The orange gem is there. Hey, I called it how many months ago?
0: Yeah, you did. When he's when he's putting the space stone in the gauntlet and it like ching falls into there like a magnet. I think in the in the comics it says that all the sto- all the gems they want to be together. They don't like being apart. So I love that little visual cue of them just going like a magnet. So cool. And he obviously already has the power stone. Which is being held on Xandar, so I can only assume maybe that's in the movie, maybe it's not. Maybe he already has it when you, in that Thor Ragnarok scene, I don't know. That'll be interesting to see if they show that.
3: See, I don't think they need to, or if they do, it needs to be during like the opening credits kind of montage
0: yeah, style. It could be very, very brief. Because we really don't need Xandar to go down other than to bring Nova about.
3: Did you all notice that uh, Thor is now missing an eye in this trailer that he wasn't in the uh, Comic Con? Yes. View, uh, view it? yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know why. They well, the know.
4: one that the one that got leaked from Comic Con. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that came out before Thor Ragnarok. They yeah, edited well, we, it. we've already,
4: we've already seen where the MCU has changed their previews yeah, based just, off of what's been released. I mean, that's not that's not everybody. anything new.
0: It's just, it's it seems like so much work for no reason. Like, mm-hmm. just don't put those scenes in.
4: <laughs> I think that, uh, so it'll be interesting because um, Black Panther comes out before Infinity War, obviously. Yeah. I'm wondering if we're going to get it like, with Black Panther, I wonder if we're going to get an entirely new Infinity Wars trailer. Uh, if if they're they should. But one of the things I was going to say is Scarlett Johansson was doing an interview, and she let something slip that people have been freaking out about. Uh-oh. And she's got a, her quote says at one point I do think that in Infinity Wars I think there are at one point 62 or six, 61 or 62 Marvel Marvel characters in it. There's a lot. Yeah. I think in one particular scene there's something like 32 of us. That's so many of us. I didn't even know who was a Marvel character and who was a crew member at some points. <laughs> and so like <laughs> People were – so here's the funny thing. She said 32, and there's 25 confirmed Marvel characters in this. So that leaves room, if she's not – if she wasn't mistaken, that leaves room for seven new Marvel characters that we haven't even seen in the movies yet or don't even know are going to be in Infinity War.
3: Well, does that 25 confirmed include like (coughs) Fury and a few of the random Black Panther characters? I
4: haven't looked at the list yet, but I can pull it up real quick. Yeah, I would you be interested.
0: It I would be yeah. I'd be interested to know if it includes some of the uh, Netflix characters too, because they're obviously there.
3: Well, while he's looking that list up, I'm gonna voice one of my stupidest complaints about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. <laughs> Why did they change the colors on so many of the gems? Oh, they completely switched all of them around. I know it messes with me because I'm looking at that scene where he's dropping the gems down into his gauntlet, and I'm like. Wait, those, wait, huh? Wow, how? Huh?
0: Yeah. I, I understand wanting to not call them gems. Uh, okay, I get that. Stones is kind of a little cooler. But why change the colors? It makes no sense at all to change the colors. Because that's what we're used to.
4: So this is the list of like confirmed characters that are returning for Infinity War, which they're calling Avengers 4.
0: Coming up, Thanos, number 12.
4: Thanos, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, yeah. Hulk, Dead. Spider Man. Dead. <laughs> Star Lord. Finally. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering if they're gonna have like find some way to squeeze in uh, a contractually obligated topless Chris Pratt scene in this movie too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Depends. On it's totally
4: who. unnecessary. Take your shirt off, Star Lord. Yeah. Uh, Gamora, Drax, Nebula, Rocket, Groot, Mantis. The collector. Well,
0: he's got vision. A, he's got a stone.
4: Loki, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch. Hawkeye wasn't in the trailer either, so he's on this list. Okay, uh, Falcon, okay. Bucky, Sorry. Nick Fury, Maria Hill, Wong, Mabaku, better is known as Manape.
0: That's um, yeah, that's one of uh, Black Panther's dudes.
4: <clears> Okoye? <throat> am I saying that right? Acolyae. Uh... That's the last one. I guess. That's another. Who plays him? Who plays who? Manape,
3: Akoye or whatever it is. I think that's one of the
4: Black <clears throat> Panthers, guys.
3: It kind of sounds like it. Um, the bad thing about reading comics is you have no clue what these names actually sound like.
4: Exactly. So, yeah, that's, that's the list. That's the 25 confirmed people. Well, and, again, as I said earlier, and you guys made fun of me and said, oh, he's small. Ant-Man's not on that list. And he wasn't in the trailer, so
0: well then.
3: Obviously. Well, is that for three or four?
4: <clears throat> that was for Avengers four.
3: Okay, a few names that have been added is Ant Man, <sighs> Evangeline Lilly, and Captain Marvel. Yeah, in fact, uh, not, Brie not- Larson, in an interview, uh, slipped up and she made this comment uh, about uh, doing a scene with Mark Ruffalo, and the director said. Put your hand over his face. (laughs) She's like, that's where the Hulk's chest is. I knew. I knew. Cut me some slack.
0: So that was in three or four? Four. That's for four. In Infinity War. The first part.
3: Second part. Second Second part.
0: part. Okay. That's when I expected Miss Marvel. Or Captain Marvel. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Captain Marvel. Not Miss Marvel. Because her movie's got to come before that.
3: Yeah. Ant Man and the So who's
4: who's going to. (laughs) <laughs> Who dies in Infinity Wars 1? As much as I hate to say it, I really hate
3: to say it, and I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong, but I think Captain
0: you're not, America. You're, you're not wrong.
4: It's you're no but one
3: think, dies in Infinity War 1. If anyone I, I dies, think, it's Vision.
4: Well, I think I, for some reason, man, I, I think Captain America is going to die.
3: No, Captain America is going to die in the second part, in 4. Oh, well, and here's how it's going to happen. No, 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 no stop, stop. Right now.
0: He's going to get shot with a bullet that sends him back in time.
3: <laughs> no, that's from the comics. This is actually better than that, which isn't hard. Joe, do you honestly want me to stop?
4: <clears throat> yes. Because <laughs> I, I don't I don't feel like crying myself to sleep tonight. <laughs> Captain America is my favorite.
3: He's going to die. Oh, it's going to be a really heroic death. Well,
0: hey,
4: then that's all that matters.
0: <laughs> hey, just to yeah. tie it back in, though, to Punisher, what we were talking about earlier, Punisher picks up the cat mantle for a bit in the books. Really? We could maybe see that. Obviously, we don't know where their timeline is, but that would be interesting. To, to see like a, a Punisher season would be him trying to be Captain America. That <laughs> would be
3: kind of cool, Before but it Bucky also shows up. explains Sebastian stands like a ridiculously long contract yeah. as Bucky Barnes exactly. if he takes up the cap mantle. Oh, which I'm sure he <laughs> one, is. One
4: of the things I'm wondering about, uh, in the trailer, if you guys noticed, uh, Tony's got the arc reactor back in his chest. And yeah, that is he's... interesting. So I'm wondering why that's back. I'm wondering if like that scene they showed in the trailer was later in the movie after they've already gotten jacked up really good one time. And he's like hurting so bad he has to have it back inside his chest or what. But I thought that was rather strange.
3: In, in opinion, I take that either as a production error or that he has his armor, some kind of armor on, under his shirt.
0: Yeah. Uh, it could be a new kind of suit.
4: What would this be, like Mark 17? <laughs>
0: uh, I don't think they have numbers anymore. I think they have
4: code names at this point. <laughs>
3: There's oh, okay. too many numbers. <laughs> so, speaking of that, who is in the Hulkbuster armor? It
0: Well, it can't be Tony because Tony's not in Wakanda. It shows Mark Ruffalo or Mark Ruffalo. It shows Bruce Banner standing next to one of the arms in the trailer. Maybe so, maybe he can't become Hulk anymore.
2: Have to be but arena.
0: is he is he Hulk at the end at that very last Yes, see? he is. Okay.
3: And uh I have again another theory that I'm pretty much calling it as going to happen in the movie. Okay. You are going to see one of the Black Hand, Thanos' children, whatever they're calling them in this movie. Yeah. That is pretty much impervious to every other hero except for the Hulk. There's going to be this big dramatic scene where Iron Man reappears in the Hulkbuster armor. And he's fighting this villain and getting his ass kicked. And then you start to see the Hulkbuster armor crinkle and crack. And the Hulk shrugs it off.
4: Oh, you think the Hulk is in the Hulkbuster armor?
3: No, Bruce. Oh yeah, Bruce,
4: Banner's Bruce it. Banner.
0: Bruce Banner gets oh, in nice. it to fight, and then he becomes. That would be cool.
4: That'd be really cool. That would be really, really awesome. Yeah, that would be really something awesome.
0: about that. Just was like, it's like the Iron Man. They, um, they could. It could be a production thing where they change stuff. So it's like, everyone take everything you see with a grain of salt because you never know what
3: they're going to change. Yeah, that's
4: a very, very good point.
0: Thanos might not end up using giant Stargates to get to Earth.
3: So I honestly actually like that.
0: Oh, I do too. I, I'm a huge Stargate nerd. So anything that looks like a Stargate, I'm like, hey, why not?
4: Yeah, but we can't do Stargate because then Ultron's voice is going to show back up. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. wasn't that James Spader in the original Stargate movie?
3: Yes, but we don't speak of that movie.
0: No, we only really? talk about the show.
4: Yeah. Only about the show?
0: sg SG-1. Mm-hmm.
3: The movie kind of sucked, but the shows were like the greatest thing ever. Wasn't it Scott Bakula
4: in the shows?
0: No, try again. Do do do
4: do 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 do
2: yeah, he was the
4: captain on Enterprise. Oh man, I'm I'm all kinds of messed up tonight. Yes. You're so getting your Michael knowledge.
3: Shanks, who you would recognize but probably can't picture uh wouldn't know his name offhand. He uh-huh. played Daniel Jackson in uh the T V show. And he was awesome. Yeah, that's a great along with character. everyone else who touched that series in any way, shape, and form, including uh Parker Lewis. <laughs> Who can't lose, by the way.
0: Uh, yes that is definitely one of my all-time favorite shows
4: i'll have to check it
0: out
3: yes you will and yes i am trying to make up for the amount i talked last episode
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey speaking of, thing, of uh, things that i'm added to my list alex you'll be happy to hear this my uh next book in my queue that i decided to squeeze in is dune so oh my I mean, I'm, I'm answering your request
3: okay Al- here's the thing alex- about dune
4: Alex cussed me out because I'd never read that book.
3: Here's the thing about the entire Dune series as I've read them so far. You will sit down you will start to read them. And then after about a third of the way through the book, you'll just lay it down and not pick it up for about six months. And then you'll pick it up.
4: Is it super boring? Start
3: reading from the beginning. And you'll blow all the way through it in record time. It huh. is, um, If you've ever heard my complaint about Lord of the Rings, where Lord of the Rings has way too much Elvish poetry and how to conjugate Elvish verbs, Dune <laughs> is all about the economy and the political structure of that universe. Yeah. And at times they go into insane detail about it. But once once you actually wrap your head around how it works, and with me it took like reading it and then sitting down not reading it for a while and then rereading that section, I blew through the books and I love them. They are my it's my favorite series ever.
0: Wow. Well,
3: and that includes comics. <laughs> wow. That's a
4: pretty impressive statement then.
0: Jizmaster Zero Zero's crying. One, one of, of these
3: days, whenever we don't have anything for a podcast, when I'll do that a be? list of worst superheroes ever.
4: Yeah. And in the second half of that podcast will be harmonious fart noises for like 10 minutes.
3: Because that's all that we'll have time left for.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, man. All right, Joe. All
3: right, so Joe, I love
4: that we're all super judgmental about like how cringy sex scenes are, but they're like our podcast is like full of random fart noises. Yes.
3: <laughs> unless I edit it, and then they're all gone.
4: Yeah, you suck. No. Oh, you did take ball out of that one you edited, didn't you? He took all the fun out.
3: Every single fart noise was removed.
4: You're no longer allowed Don't. to edit any episodes and unless we start getting wrong. like official complaints on our Facebook page. <laughs>
3: Well, in my defense, none of them made any sense. They were like in the middle of people talking.
4: That's why they're
3: beautiful. <laughs> it, it doesn't you have to be. reference them even.
4: Nobody knows what it means. It's provocative. It's provocative.
3: I also removed about twelve hours of us talking over each other.
2: Well, <laughs> we're recording anyway, so shut
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> the grand tour has returned yes.
4: yes oh i'm so happy about it too yes
0: this show releases once a week All once on a week i love it
4: it's great makes you uh, wait yeah. I, Net- I, netflix needs to le- netflix really needs to learn a lesson from amazon as far as that goes i think that i, I just i don't know i
0: i do too yeah having to wait makes you savor it
4: mm. it really does
2: and honestly that doesn't that show doesn't really have like a a build up type of thing. So it kinda oh, no. goes from one episode to another. So once yeah. a week is fine.
0: So it just came back and the first episode was was pretty good. Yes. I thought it was phenomenal. It explained the, I liked it a uh, lot. The uh, Richard Hammond accident. Wreck.
3: Yes. <laughs>
4: See, I liked how I had which,
3: cars and stuff and thingamajigs which, and British.
4: Which I think it was hilarious that his accident was after the finish line. Like, I, I watched that. I kept rewinding and watching that over and over again. And I'm like, it looked like he sped up after the uh, finish line. It was weird.
2: Yeah. So, it yeah. it almost looked like, some, like there was a mechanical failure. Because it looked like he tried to turn and then it didn't turn. Yeah. And then it was he ends up off the road. Line. But yeah. I'm like, eh, well, that just tells you those that come that country can't make a car.
4: Well, well, no, I mean they really can, and I, I I'm gonna Bob chime in on that real quick because I watched cool. probably like a 15 or 16 minute long YouTube video where it was I can't remember who was interviewing, but it was Richard Hammond and the guy that designed the the Rimac,
1: mm-hmm.
4: and they were talking about how it was actually it did really well because it didn't burst into flames right away, which is pretty friggin' spectacular for cars that are powered in that fashion. And it just like they were talking about in the show that it kept randomly (laughs) catching fire five days after it blew up because the cells and the batteries kept cracking. And then everybody knows what happens with those kind of batteries when they crack. But yeah, apparently the fact that it, it tumbled down like three Hills like that and they were able to pull him out of it. He was able to crawl partially out of it and they were able to pull him out of it before it caught fire was actually pretty phenomenal. And they, Apparently, they claim that all the footage from the cameras inside the car were dis- was destroyed because oh, yeah. obviously it caught fire. But yeah. I don't know if I believe that, man. I don't. I, I really don't believe that they're not like digitally broadcasting that back to something else. And I think that they probably kept that footage because the Rimac people probably are reviewing it to see how they can even make the car better.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah,
4: the, the cool thing about that show right, when man. after he wrecked, I love how they panned back to the tent and like nobody was addressing it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> and, and Richard was standing there, like, "What the hell?" And then, like James and uh, James and Jeremy just like started presenting again and talking about who won, and they didn't they didn't yeah. mention it at yeah. all. That was fantastic.
2: Yeah, that was pretty. Funny. And then finally, he's like, "And I'm okay."
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Uh, he also said he he didn't really understand what happened, so it had to be some sort of mechanical yeah. odd failure, which it's yeah. a prototype car. What do you expect? True, but that did they seem were odd. In-
2: and they they beat on it for the four or five days they had it. So. Yeah, <laughs> and that was the end of them having it. <laughs> was the wreck so? Mm. Good thing it happened there where there was the structure there to support it. So
4: it was amazing though how like that little drag race they did between the the Remac and the Aventador and the LXS. Is it? Yeah. The Honda LXS. The yeah, Honda, it yeah. just blew the doors off that Aventador. It was amazing. Well, it was you can like,
2: almost throw any electric car into that spot, and they all do about the same thing. It just really, be, it really depends on the top speed of the electric car. They
4: all will jump off the line like that. Yeah,
0: they don't have to yeah. rev up. Yeah. They instantly just go out 100%.
4: Yeah. So. Well, tes- Tesla just I'm, uh, Tesla just made a new Roadster that's like got the fastest zero to sixty time of any vehicle ever made. Exactly. Ever. Wow, but it, it was like it's like uh, one point eight or one point nine seconds or something ridiculous like that.
3: Is that their semi? No, <laughs> no, wah, no. Wah. <laughs> That'd
4: be awesome. Though.
0: No, that's yeah. It's a great show. If you but like, yeah, if I, you've never seen, uh... I
4: love that they got rid of uh, Celebrity Brain Crash. Yes, I'm, I'm glad they, they, they got rid of that because that was a garbage segment.
0: They brought the Hoford.
4: Yes, they so, did. That was awesome. <laughs> and had him try to get the into the. Who's the fastest? retired uh reality show judge
0: (laughs) actually i think that's going to be hilarious as the weeks go on because they will continually do find the most ridiculous ways to get two people on yep (laughs) yep and it's more fun to have them battle each other than it is you know have a a, just a leaderboard and try to reproduce what top Gear did uh yeah i recommend that show so much fun Even if you don't like cars, I mean, if you don't like cars, I guess guess you're not going to enjoy the show. But if you like cars even a tiny bit, you'll laugh because the chemistry between the guys is what's hilarious. I know, yeah, it's amazing.
2: It before, we put the tent here because it was equal distance for <laughs> Hammond and May. No, we put it here because it's two feet away from your house. I was like, that's awesome.
4: <laughs> it's in his yard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you just got some post. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some post.
2: Oh, oh, yes, that yeah, it, was, awesome. it was
4: a great episode. I, I, It's it's very much making me look forward to Fridays now when it gets released. Because, uh, yeah. yes. Nice. That's the sole reason I got Amazon Prime in the first place last year. Oh, yeah. Because that show was coming out. Yeah, me too. And, and I, I, I canceled it for a couple of months this summer until I started wanting to watch Doctor Who, and I got it back. And So basically, Doctor Who and Grand Tour are the only two reasons why I maintain Amazon Prime. Everything else on there is just a bonus. <laughs> yes.
0: All right. Star Wars Rebels time. Alex and Adam. Yay! Yay! So, So, has
3: anyone ever mentioned the show on this podcast before? I don't think we have. Uh, You
0: and I do briefly every once in a while, but we've never really talked about it.
3: Okay. It is the best thing that ever happened to Star Wars, with maybe the slight exception of Clone Wars TV show. Clone Wars is pretty good. Yeah, Clone Wars had slightly more adult themes, but it didn't do character development nearly as well.
0: No, it definitely was, uh, relies heavily on the movies to do the character development. And then you just kind of fill in all the little characters like uh, all the Jedi that you don't, you know, you see on screen in the other movies, but they actually say, hey, here's Barra Sophie, and she's the Padawan of uh, Luminara.
3: Yeah, that was the great Clone Wars because it pretty much went, do you remember this character that showed up for one panel of one scene in this one movie? Well, here's their backstory.
0: And hey, it's actually interesting. Hmm, I wonder why we didn't put these in movies. Uh, I will say uh, Clone Wars helped me enjoy the stories of the prequels as a whole more because I felt like all I wanted from the prequels was the Clone Wars. That's all I wanted. And if you just watch the three movies, you don't get it. <laughs> you get the start of the Clone Wars, and you get the end of the Clone Wars, and that's it. And I'm like, no, where's the
3: meat? Where's the meat? Well, yeah, that's part of the problem with doing a three-movie series. And you can tell that um, whoever it is that wrangles George Lucas uh, pretty much went, no, bad boy, bad. After uh, episode one, because episode two is completely different from episode one.
0: Yeah, it is. It's it's very different. And he changed. He's said himself that he's changed so much stuff from what he was originally going to do, which I'm sorry. Some of it sounded kind of cool. Like, you know, Jar Jar being a a Sith Lord. (laughs) Uh, That kind of sounded cool because it would make his character make sense.
3: So, okay, as you mentioned, Jar Jar. There are only two people that uh I will accept as good existing characters for Snoke. Oh yeah one is Jar Jar. Okay. Can you guess who the second is? Um Ezra. Really? Okay, so since the start of Rebels, they've always hinted that Ezra has been tempted by the dark side.
0: Oh, yeah, clearly. And
3: something I want to see so badly in this series, and especially with where they're going with uh, Season 4 so far, which is the last season for anyone that doesn't actually watch Rebels.
1: Yeah.
3: uh, They're going back to his home planet of Lothal, Mm -hmm. and he's seeing how much the Empire has destroyed it so far. So I want to see him actually embrace the dark side even more than he did at the beginning of season three
0: just because that will be what puts him over the edge to save his world
3: okay i have a theory about this again you have to have knowledge of rebels which i'm not going to go into to explain to people that don't watch it if you haven't watched rebels so far you need to it is well worth it even if you don't like star wars it's a good series just to watch highly recommend. In it he has had a crush on a character Sabine. I expect towards the half about halfway through this last season for him and Sabine to actually start a true relationship. Okay. And then for her to die because yeah. one of the things about this series is for the most part the crew cannot survive to the end of the series because they were never mentioned in any of the original three movies and they're big enough names that they should be.
0: Yeah. You, I mean, Disney's kind of been retconning things a little here and there. I guess you could somehow. I mean, we did see, um, for instance, Ahsoka comes back in this series and she's a full fledged gray Jedi at this point. You're like, Oh yeah. Neato. But then she ends up facing Vader. And we don't see if she survives or not. Maybe she
3: doesn't. What if she does? What does that mean? Does she just hide away forever and die somewhere? Well, we did see that she survives. If you pay close attention to the uh, Rise of the Apprentice, I think the episode was called. The last episode of season two. Mm -hmm. Towards the end, it does a uh, picture of the... uh, temple that they were in and you can actually see Ahsoka's silhouette walking down the steps at the bottom of the screen so she survives
0: oh good 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 good
3: but it kind of says it
0: with all the characters like like you're saying even with Ezra it's like yeah you would think you would have heard of these characters but they've kind of retconned you know well this guy was over here hiding and this guy was over here hiding the whole time who knows
3: Well, and in the grand scheme of things, they need to write out Ezra and um, Kanan. Yeah. Yeah. They need to write out those two. And I think, honestly, the best way to do it is for Ezra to go 100% dark. No. I mean, the final episode is Ezra versus Kanan.
0: Oh, yeah. That would be cool, actually. He kills Kanan Uh, and then goes out into deep space wild space as they call it.
3: See, I don't even think they need to go that far. I think what they need to do is kind of an episode 3 style of thing where Kanan defeats Ezra, severely scars him. Oh yeah. I mean, or even thinks he kills him and then exiles himself, realizing that he has caused more problems than he's <laughs>
0: helped. Than he's helping.
3: That would that would make sense. And then I would love it if Ezra became Snoke in the new trilogy. That would actually redeem the new trilogy for me. Yeah. Well, and and that's, I mean, the
0: the new trilogy so far, you know, we only have one third of it, but I know you don't like it very much. Um, I actually like the, I like episode seven all, but the only thing they had to do to make that movie fantastic was take out Starkiller base. That's all they had to do. Everything else about the movie is really good. And they, well, and they could have filled me- that time with the political struggle that's going on with the resistance. And and as I'm reading these books that lead up to that, that movie between six and seven, um, that that is what is happening. Is that Leia is having, she's a general. She's trying to get things done. And the New Republic keeps getting her way. And they keep saying, no, no, we have to do it this way. We have to let the Senate do it. And she basically starts her own resistance group again to just do whatever because she's like, I I need things done now. And that's kind of where the resistance has grown over the years. And I'm like, why don't we go farther into that story instead of trying to recreate the little part of, you know, the Death Star and the Starkiller base.
3: So you're telling me that uh, the Star Wars series is about how Democracy does not work? <laughs>
0: <laughs> kind of, yeah. I mean, that. that's not the only part. It's It's also about how the Empire gets fragmented and um, how some of the fragments pull together and go out in the wild space. And Apparently, that's where they meet Snoke. Um, so it would be interesting if Ezra was Snoke and they found each other at some point. I also don't know if the random... Well, and I'll use Joe, for instance, because he likes Star Wars, but he doesn't know who Ezra is. He doesn't watch the cartoons. So what would he think? Like, oh, Snoke is Ezra. He'd be like, who the hell is Ezra? So I almost, I almost feel like, yeah, Jared, Jared's, Jared's <laughs> agreeing. He's like, I don't know who Ezra is. Well, I almost think Snoke's not going to have anything to do with anybody. He's going to be his own character.
3: Well, it all depends on how they reveal it. If they reveal it as behind the shadows and then they, and it's this big buildup and then they go, oh, look, it's Ezra Bridger. Or if they just, at a random point, kind of like they did with uh, Emperor Palpatine, go Grand Inquisitor, whatever his name is, Grand Leader Ezra Snoke. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, just don't make a big deal about it, as if they're just mentioning his name, his full name for once, and everyone out that watches Rebels goes, "Oh, that's awesome." Yeah, and everyone that didn't goes, "Oh, okay."
0: You know, I just had something come to me because I've heard the theory that Rey could be the child of Ezra and Sabine, and now I'm thinking if if that's true, and they do that. And Ezra is also Snoke, then that will make what happens in episode eight even cooler because he's finally meeting his daughter again and going to corrupt her.
3: (laughs) That would be, but I don't think they could actually pull both off.
0: Probably not. Yeah, it would be difficult. But hey, let's talk. Let's go into. um, Well, we're going to do Star Wars episode eight next episode. For sure. And uh, we'll do all kinds of fun Star Wars stuff. But Episode 8 has not come out yet. However, it has been seen by some critics. And Alex, you were doing some research today and found out some of their thoughts. And I thought it was kind of interesting.
3: Yes. So everyone that has heard, what was it, three, four podcasts ago, my, how do I put this? triggering my mandarandom on star wars episode seven where i went on like a 20 minute spree about how much it sucked (laughs) will realize that i hated episode seven like not a normal healthy hatred i mean a someone should probably lock me up it's a hatred stop whining (laughs) earlier today The early reviews from the premiere over in uh, Los Angeles, I think it was, came out for episode eight. And me being the psychopath I am, decided (laughs) to read them. Okay, a few that I read. Last Jedi is everything. Intense, funny, emotional, exciting. It's a jam-packed and absolutely jaw-dropping moment. And I loved it so much, I'm still shaking.
0: (laughs) I'm shaking. First of all, what? What? Second of all, funny, funny. The trailer does not make it look funny at all, does it?
3: Not (laughs) really, but I'll go to the next one. I am stunned by Star Wars The Last Jedi. I gasped, I laughed, I screamed, I cried, and I had the time of my life. Rian Johnson pulled it off, making it what might be the best Star Wars movie ever.
0: And these are not just like random Joes. These are movie critics. They're getting an early preview. So these are people that generally hate everything about movies. <laughs> I mean, that's that's yeah. what most movie critics say. Oh, here's a good movie. Uh, no, I hate it. X, Y, and Z sucks. True.
3: And they're, yeah. they're falling over I'm going to do one more. Okay. Do or do not. There is no try. Bravo. Rian Johnson, you did that. The last 40 minutes had me on the edge of my seat. Every moment. Superb storytelling. <laughs> Exceptional design. I laughed. I cheered a total joyride uh, through the galaxy. So fun. Nice. Yeah.
1: Mm.
3: Now, the reason that I read those off to you is that, again, I have said several times that I do not like The Force Awakens. Right. And I'm going to read off a few of the uh, Episode 7 reviews Oh that I found. They're all going to be great, aren't they? Star <laughs> Wars The Force Awakens. J. J. Abrams' long-awaited reboot of the franchise is a way of making the sequel less of a remix, a loving mashup of familiar scenes, characters, themes, and dialogues. Okay. Force Awakens is a new beginning by J.J. J. Abrams and is satisfying enough for the franchise fans. Force Awakens is a state-of-the-art throwback, but retro postmodern in self-awareness. And I could go on, but pretty much here is the thing that I have noticed so far. With The Force Awakens, all that they did, every positive review was this is so much like the original trilogy that I love it. The Last Jedi, they have pretty much said This is a great movie. This is awesome. This is exciting. They have, from what I've seen, they pretty much never once referenced the original trilogy. Which actually, for the first time since The Last Jedi has been announced, I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah, that that is a good sign. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Very true. I can't wait. I'm going going soon. I'm going Friday.
3: (laughs) Yes, but let's not forget... That episode nine reemergence of the Jedi is just around the corner.
1: Get used to disappointment.
3: <laughs> the absolute perfect sound effect. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey, all we can do is hope that eight is fantastic. And because it will be, if it's so fantastic, it will obviously get the praise it deserves. And maybe they'll come along and hold JJ's hand and be like, no, you probably should not try to recreate Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Let's do something new, like we did in 8, and it was great. Let's just hope for that.
3: Yeah, well, you know, I can't find it now. I found it earlier today, and I wish I would have kept the tab open. <laughs> but I saw one that said, pretty much, in, um, in tone, it had the same tone as Episode 5, which honestly... Uh, the second out of a trilogy has to have the tone of episode five, because to keep the story going, you have to have kind of a dark. We're not sure whether or not we can survive the experience tone for the middle trilo- middle of a trilogy. Yeah, you're right. But they said that is the only thing that reminds us of episode five.
0: And here's and here's what bothers me if this is all true. And I, I I'm going to take their word for it that it is. Why and who made the decision to make that trailer? Because I know we've harped on that trailer, and me especially because I hate the trailer for Last Jedi, because it frames it as this is just a remake of Empire. (coughs) And now all (laughs) all these reviews are coming out saying, hey, it's nothing like Empire. It's its own movie. It's a great movie. You'll love it. It's just the it's the only thing that resembles it is that it's in between, you know, it's the middle child of the trilogy. So that's the only thing. It's gonna be a little darker. Why
3: why make the trailer? It makes no sense. Well, the director even said, do not watch this trailer. Yeah. And um I think I've mentioned this before. The trailers are not made by the director. They're made by a marketing company.
0: No, and, and-, and I
3: I understand that. But
0: somebody at Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy, I'm looking at you. You are the boss of Star Wars. She had to have approved that. Well, obviously. I mean, Mickey Mouse obviously made the trailer and then said, "Ha! Oh,
1: here's your trailer. Oh.
0: Kathleen Kennedy You should have looked at
3: that and said, no, that's crap. So, Jared, what do you think about all the random crap me and Adam just threw in your face?
0: Boom.
2: Um, I took a nap and
0: there's Jared. Okay, Jared. You gonna keep that in?
2: <laughs> sure, I don't care. I wasn't paying attention in, until about the time you guys got on the Oh
0: my 8.
2: god. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're doing. I, I don't get, know. I haven't ever watched Rebel Rebels, so I didn't really
0: pay attention to that part. So Well, we went into our Diatribes uh, of the new trilogy. Uh, diatribes? I, I want so much for the new trilogy to be great. Hey, uh, you know what? I'll save it for next time. I got more Star Wars
3: about. Um... Do we want to do predictions on this next movie?
0: Okay, I'll, I'll do. We'll do it real brief. Jared, you're included. You're next. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, we'll have some Jedi training. Yes. Uh, Luke will be freaked out because he recognizes that. <laughs> Ray is the force reincarnation of Anakin Skywalker. Remade <laughs> to set the force to rebalance the force and he'll freak out and run away. Uh and become bad to try to kill him. <laughs> That's the story I want. <laughs> what will really happen, I don't know. I-, I think he'll he'll see Ben Solo in her and be freaked out. Um he's obviously some form of grey Jedi at this point and okay then
3: after Jared goes I'll tell you what I hope this movie does okay
0: yeah and and I'm not sure what else it, it, they almost make it feel like Ray, like Luke stops training her and she goes to Kylo mm-hmm. looking for like I, I have powers and I don't know what to do with them teach me and then Snoke screws it up by trying to kill her or something
2: mm, that's possible that's what I think um I mean, I kind of get the same impression that she goes to Luke, Luke kind of phones it in, and then tells her that the Jedi are done, and she leaves disappointed. Ends up finding Kylo and asks for help, and then Snoke F's it up.
3: You need a teacher!
2: Honestly, I think that's going to be where... It's going to be the make or break for Ben. Hmm. Either he stays with Stoke and gets even more evil... Or he turns and becomes, like Vader did at the end, a good guy, and him and Ray do something at the end. I have babies. I have babies.
0: Gratuitous sex scene. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that's that's what I'm hoping, and then there's just a whole other storyline going on in the background just to fill. Well,
0: so, you'll, yeah, first order and resistance will be fighting. Yeah, that all, whole
2: storyline. Pew 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 pew. Chewy hitting porgs. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Okay, Um, Alex. What do you think?
3: Okay. My theory is, again, Luke starts to train her, is pretty much scared. She stops the training. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And because he's holding her back. And I think at some point in the whole training aspect, He's going to try to take her off world. And I'm not sure whether she abandons him on a planet or whether they end up on a rebel base or resistance. Sorry, ends up on a rebel planet to uh, train. But she goes after Kylo, not as much to uh, train her as to prove that she deserves the training Hmm. or needs it. Yeah, and if you haven't seen the latest Air National teaser, it actually shows her force uh, summoning Kylo's lightsaber.
0: Really interesting.
3: Yeah, so one of my thoughts is that. Squeaky toy. And a few people have commented on this before that her and Kylo actually trade places.
0: <laughs> that that would be different.
3: Hmm. <laughs> yeah, because
0: Kylo's been wanting to be good. You could tell he wanted to be good all episode 7 and then yeah. he kills han and he he figured out oh crap that didn't really cement me to the dark side i still have the same feelings that i have now what do i do cuz i'm a whiny b word
2: it'll the the whole scene where he's flying to the that they kind of set up in the trailer where he's flying towards leia yeah on the ship that'll make a break what you just said it will either he kills her and he goes completely dark or he yeah. does it and goes yeah. wishy-washy somewhere in the middle
0: yeah, see be,
3: i be would love to see him kill her but then regret it
2: yeah that's true that could also cement like, it either way
0: and like he's already regretting killing his dad killing han solo so well i'm gonna go try to kill my mom and maybe that'll work oh that didn't work either that I'm just smirping. made it worse <laughs> yeah
3: it just made it worse uh it'll be interesting but honestly what I want to see for episode 9 is the reverse of episode 3 where you have the master and the apprentice fighting each other Mm -hmm. but instead of the dark side pretty much winning out in the end you see the light side winning out in the end and then as far as I'm concerned out of the core movies that can be the end just do side stories and everything like that and give us a good three to five years before you do episode 10.
0: Yeah, side stories. There's nothing wrong with that. Nope. All right. Uh, I think that's good for this episode. Yeah. It's, got, an,
2: it's a long one.
0: Yeah, we got lots to talk about and stuff. Lots of stuff. Stuff and things.
2: And there'll be more Star Wars in the next one anyway, so you'll get your fix. Yeah. Lots of spoilers.
0: I'm going to play music now.
2: Music. <laughs> Ha, <laughs>